that Everyone got one, what's your opinion? This is the rare room, tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules, just spill it and anybody can get it No limit, we get to kill it, you tuning into the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping, no. any topic, even the random I hope that you ready, we entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit, welcome to the rare room What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real, we keep it opinionated, and we keep it Wakanda forever, y'all. Y'all know the movies out this weekend. Y'all know how it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Chris Derrick is out today. We got a dope show for y'all. So if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and jump on into the show. So today, we got my man's in the building, Umar White, Happy writer here, himself, man. editor, pimp dog all around. <laughs> my man. <laughs> Happy to be here, good brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Then we got Kobe Kiambu. Kiambu, yes, sir. See, brother got bars like that, yeah, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's Kobe Kiambu. What's happening, my man? Welcome to the show, you, you guys. Man. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Both of you guys from the East Coast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. DC? DC, DC, both of you, Maryland, both. Yeah. Uh, how far is DC from Maryland? From Annapolis, my hometown. It's like a 20, 20 minute drive. Twenty minute drive. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you'll yeah. find like in DC, everything they'll say twenty minutes. Okay. It's, it'll be twenty minutes for everything, and yeah. it will literally be that. Yeah. yeah. So be like, oh, sure. I got to go to Virginia. Twenty minutes. Yeah. I got to go downtown. Twenty minutes. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of what we do here. At least I do. People are like, how far is such and such? It's like about 20 minutes. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't say it's like, oops, sorry. I don't say it's like, uh, you know, uh, you know, when they give you other directions. To me, it's about time. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? I think there are other places where they're like, oh, it's going to be <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? So, uh, welcome to the show, y'all. Thank you, man. Good to have you guys. Yeah, yeah. I've been a, a long term, uh, long time listener. Yes, sir. And yeah. a fan. I, I listened to a lot of a lot of the shows, man. Right. Picked up a lot of gems. Oh, good. So, That's what's yeah. up. Happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, you know, in your company. Yeah, it's funny when I first met. Ooh, I was like, I'm gonna put you on the mic. He's like, Oh, yeah, I ain't gonna be on the mic. Yeah, <laughs> look at him sitting here all comfortable yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm naturally just a, a quiet, you know, yeah. kind of person, yeah. more uh, reserved and just I'm more of a listener. But you're a really smart cat. Thank you. Um, you know, I've given you credit. You know what I mean? You, you're a dope motherfucker. And we'll get into your story in a minute. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody over at uh, Blue Monday, by the way, both of these cats, you know, are part of Blue Monday team, the family. Um, and uh, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on the show was, um, and thanks, Kobe, for going, yo, I'm coming on the show. <laughs> Brother, just saying, I'm coming. Look. Yeah. Hey, man, I told y'all I was going to be in town, bro. Yeah, you yeah. said, let me know. And I said, I got to get on it because I'm a fan as well. Yeah. And Umar, he pulled my coat on it um, even before I started working with you guys. And I listened to the interview you did with Ben. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was great. Gave me a lot of insight. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That was that yeah. was a fun episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I don't know if you noticed it, but I was, uh, we were talking about the nemesis part. Mm-hmm. I was in tears and so mm-hmm. was Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We both were teary eyed during that moment. Um, so let's jump into you right quick, ooh. Um, we call him ooh because we got it like that. Um, and if you guys want anything, grab something. I know y'all don't like all the junk food, but that's how I eat. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, where are you from and how you get to the game? I know you guys both said you're from D.C. Yeah, so born and raised in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, really been a writer all my life. Okay. So I, I was writing in school, doing the uh, essay contest and things oh, like okay. that. 
and I just had a knack for it. I always, always loved storytelling. Mm-hmm. I think it really started when I was a kid with my sisters. I, so I, I'm the youngest and mm-hmm. out of four. <laughs> and uh, my sisters, we were poor, so we didn't really have a lot, you know, to entertain us. So I would go and I would entertain. I would do stand up and do really? bits. I would do all kinds of stuff uh, with my <laughs> the sisters. The shy guy, right? The yeah, funny. yeah. Funny no. on the what? Though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. so I would go do that and I would tell all these different stories, and then it translated to the page. Mm. So I would write, and I had won all of these essay contests when I was younger. And the thing that really sparked my interest was the um, the Iliad and the Odyssey. Yeah. That was like storytelling to, you know, a level that I had never seen before. For the people who don't know, tell them what that is. That's like the uh, Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a book you get in junior high school. Uh, so that was the first time I was exposed to it. I don't know how it was in, in, in y'all school system. But right. Mm-hmm. First time I was exposed to it, I was like, man, this is crazy. So our teacher, and I don't know if he's still alive, but Mr. Zoustra, mm-hmm. uh, he was like, all right, you guys write your own, you know, Greek oh, mythology. Really? So just... I wrote a whole <clears throat> thing and he, he, he liked it. And I was like, this is kind of cool because you could create anything. Like right. my imagination has always been pretty, pretty crazy. So mm-hmm. wrote that I'm sure out. we all are. <laughs> right. Wait, wait, let me just interrupt you, which is a funny thing that I've noticed about writers is in this industry, you can't look at somebody and think you know what they write. Because mm. you will, I will see the most innocent looking person and read their shit and the motherfucker could be killing people. I'm like, damn, <laughs> this person is dark to the right, motherfucker. Right, <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. funny. Uh, so <laughs> we're from there in high school. Just, you know, I always love words. Yeah. I would be the dude that would read the dictionary. So I went through that. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> nah, but I, I was still so very much like, you know, out in the bowel. You know, I was right, right, right. in the streets and all that. Right. Cool nerd, though. Cool nerd, no, man. Right. Athlete, doing everything yeah. else. But I just, writing had always been a thing that I came back to. So in college, you know, we, we, we actually met in college. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. All right. So I've known him for forever now, yeah. you know, yeah. over 20 years. 22. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I ain't even that old. What you talking about? <laughs> so fighting for that. Yeah. And yeah. uh, in college, I was in. Um, electronic media and film so in that you have all these different disciplines and i gravitated to like producing so i was producing shows and writing shows is that Uh, where you learned to edit or you learned that later yeah i learned to edit and and so the first editing was like you know real to real in high school i took a class there (laughs) right uh but i just had a knack for it and a lot of people hated editing Mm -hmm. and i loved it like i could sit in in the suite for hours Mm. and wouldn't be bothered and i was very you know very meticulous and into detail so I would, uh, you know, produce the shows, write the shows, mm-hmm. and I just, I was like, I'm, I'm going to be an editor. That was what I wanted to do. I didn't even think producing, even though I was doing it in college. <laughs> exactly, right. I was like, editing is a <clears> thing <throat> that I love. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, it's, it's not even work for me. Right. So took that track, and I, my goal was I'm going to go become an editor and build that career out, whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. and then come back and teach it on a collegiate level. Oh, okay. So that was the goal, and yeah. I was fast on the fast track to doing that. I took a detour. Got in like quality control. I worked at Discovery Channel. Okay. I worked at TV One. Um, and Everybody in the industry worked at TV One or some oh, shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on, on the East Coast. Like. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, if you're on the East Coast, exactly. it's, it's only a few hubs. Yeah, so that's real. Because BET was there for a minute. BET right? was yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's TV One, uh, BET, uh, Nat Geo. Nat Geo and yeah, Discovery. Okay. And then it's a bunch of smaller kind of, mm-hmm. you know, production companies. But if, you, if you're on the East Coast and you're doing media, you're going to touch one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I touched two. So I went went that route, and I had always been writing in college. I, w- I was writing, but I never really did anything with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was at TV One for a while. Or maybe I should stop saying that. <laughs> I was at I was at uh, TV One for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, 
I was writing constantly and never really thought, okay, this is something you could do. Like, to make a living. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it and I knew people did it, but I didn't know that, that I could do it. Right. So I was just on the, the editing track and writing was <clears> the <throat> thing that just never went away. Mm-hmm. I kept writing and I, it was just like an itch that wouldn't go away. So I knew I needed to, to scratch it. Right. I wrote a pilot, um, a comedy. And my friends, it was me being naive. They was like, "You should shoot it." And I was like, "Yeah, I should shoot it." So I shot it, and that that I t- mean, you know how? Yeah, yeah, right. right. <laughs> so we shot it, and, and it took forever. Kobe was there. Yeah. Um, it was a, a a process. It was very draining. Mm-hmm. Um, but in between shooting that, I had wrote a script for Insecure. I had wrote a spec. So yeah, yeah. And that spec, it got out here um, to a few people, and they um. They sent it around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashida, there's a woman named Rashida Brady. Yeah, she's yeah, she's mm-hmm. off. She's big time. Yeah. Um, but it got in her hands, and she sent it around. And I got an interview at Netflix. Mm. So I was working, and I was like, it was like a, the weirdest day because I was, let me let me just be clear. You still were in DC. Still in DC. Yeah, so it's, it's good to know. Go ahead. So Go ahead. I'm still in DC. I send it out. It gets <clears throat> to um, Deb Fisher. Mm-hmm. Oh, Deb. Uh, and I, they called me in for an interview. Right. I'm she was the, my neighbor, as I told you, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Oh. So I'm on, I'm on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, all right, well, I got to take, I have to do it because yeah. this is the dream. So I call out of work sick uh, <laughs> for a week. Uh, and then I ended up getting sick when I came out here. Okay. So I, the interview was mm-hmm. on like a Tuesday initially, and then it kept getting moved. So, so Jenny and Georgie, which one was that? Yeah, yeah. Jenny okay. uh, and, and Mike Goyo got it. Yeah, yeah. Yep, we talked about yeah. that. So um, came out and did the interview. I had no idea what a writer's interview was, mm. and naturally, being from where I'm from, you're closed off. So oh, these people right. are like, "Well, tell us about yourself." And I'm like, <laughs> "What you mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> why are you in my business?" Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm telling them, but I'm not as open as I should be, right. because as you know, being in the writers' room, mm-hmm. you need to be fully open, fully open, and transparent, and mm-hmm. and they're going to touch things that you you you're not used to people kind of getting into. Mm-hmm. So especially black folks, exactly. That's, That's right. It's part whole, of our culture. Exactly. Whole culture. Don't, exactly. don't let nobody be in your business. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So they're asking all these questions about right. you know who I am and how I grew up and. It was weird because I was over prepared. Hmm. I had I, I was nervous, so I started. I just started writing. So I had written the first um, season, like the first five episodes of of the show. Not mm-hmm. f- fully written them out, but like wrote broke them down into how I felt like the the story should go. Okay. Um, and I had all of this stuff <clears throat> written down, but when it came to the interview, I don't know if I flubbed it, but it, it just I, I did well on in the interview, but I, I was just I wasn't fully you know open. Loose. Yeah. And I, I, I think one of the notes was that I, the pitches, I wasn't confident in my pitches, but I had a whole, mm-hmm. you know, rundown. I just didn't know what it was. I'm mm-hmm. used to the standard interview, right. like in the <laughs> corporate world, because I've been right. in corporate America forever. Mm-hmm. So I'm used to, here's your resume. We're going to mm-hmm. go through your resume. You're going to tell me about these different things. I'm not used to people asking about how I grew up. It's all about who you are. Exactly. Because what people don't realize is a lot of times when you get those showrunner meetings, they haven't even read your script yet sometimes. Right. They're just like, do I want to get in bed with them? Then I'll I'll read 20 pages and see if I can, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's that. So you don't know, you know, like you said, you're with these people for long hours and Mm -hmm. it's really about, do I want to spend time with this person? Are they cool? Are they funny? What can they bring to the room? Because everybody in the room has different qualities Mm -hmm. that you know, makes the room like Ben is really good about doing that. Mm-hmm. But so I went through that whole process. Long story short, long story longer. I went through that right. whole process and um, I didn't get the job. Right. 
And I was I, at first I was like, oh, this is it. Like I'm on. <laughs> and, I, and it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But everybody around me was proud. Kobe, everyone, mm-hmm. family, everybody was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's that's amazing. Like that you even got that far. Yep. And I was like, you know what? I didn't get the job, but this was the catalyst to say, go for it. Yeah. Because and I talked to different people. It's like, well, I've been out here for X amount of time. I never got an interview with Netflix. Dude, there are so many people here who have never had a meeting with the showrunner yet. Yeah. So, Most people. And I and I can't ignore that. Yeah. So to me, it was like, and you did it from out of town. Yeah. With a spec script. Yeah. So that's telling where your writing is at. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I was like, you know what? I have to do it. Yeah. And if I don't do it now, when? And I'm glad I did it when I did because. Yeah. Right, right, right after I took the leap. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I, I left the interview. I didn't get the job. Came back, and um, I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta move. I started preparing my family. Like, hey, I'm gonna be leaving. I'm going because mm-hmm. I'm the only man. You already got a house there and everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm set up in DC. <clears throat> right. You know what I mean? By all accounts, I was a successful guy in DC. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't really happy. Right. And I knew it. And I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't sad, but I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just living. Yeah. And most was, people are. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm really grateful. Kobe's like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll get to you. We'll get to you. Don't worry. I was just living. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know what? I, I have to do something because if if I don't, then I'm gonna regret it. And I always tell my nephew, I'm like, dude, you could do whatever you put your mind to, right. all these different things. I'm always encouraging them. I'm like, you just gotta do the work. Mm-hmm. And he was if you know me, you know how big I am with my family. Super tight. Yep. Um, very present and all. I have ten nieces and nephews. Damn. So and I'm really close to my sister. So leaving was a huge, you know, thing. I'm sure. So I was like, All right, you have to do this. My nephew was like, Well, when are you gonna do something for you? Like you're always here for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it was like little People know this too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like little things that kept nudging me. Mm-hmm. And I had been preparing my family for years. I was like, look, you know, because I'm the backbone. I was like, you guys got to start figuring out mm. what the next steps are for right. you. Because you're going to have to sacrifice when I, you get out there. Yeah, because I yeah. have to. And I was like, I don't. And I left with nothing. Wow. I didn't have a job. I didn't have anything. All I had was, you know, one of my closest friends, Justin Dixon, mm-hmm. who was a gaffer. Uh, he just moved up to DP. Yeah, that was that's all I had. It was like my buddy. He was like, yo, I got your back. Let me just interrupt you. It's a quick sec. If you listen to the show... I don't do it every time, but a lot of times, depending on who I'm talking to, I'll ask somebody, how much money did you move to LA with? And the reason is, I'm trying to get to what you're, the story you're talking about. How bad do you want it, mm-hmm. right? Everybody has illusions of grandeur. So yep. everybody's like, I'm gonna need 10 Gs before I could, blah, blah, blah. They start doing all this stuff, and the majority of us moved here with less than $2,000 in our pocket. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. I had 1,700 bucks in my pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really about how bad do you want it? How can you make it work for yourself? If if you got to tell the universe I'm willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. for the universe mm-hmm. to go, you know what? I'm gonna give you a bone. Mm-hmm. But if you ain't gonna sacrifice, I'm just gonna keep going. Okay, you can you'll you'll live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you you have to give up something. Yeah. And for me, it was it was that connection with my family. It was comfort. Right. It was um, you know, just the illusion of security. Right. Uh, all of those things. I like that illusion of security. Yeah, I That's mean nothing. Good. You know yeah. that. I mean, yeah. the, when you're working a nine to five, everybody is listening. That relationship is very violent. You you mm. can walk in and they can say today's your last day. Yeah. Or you can walk in and say today's my last day. <laughs> None of it is is secure. I like that. You yeah. know, it, it feels that way, but it's an illusion. Mm-hmm. And I knew that. Uh, and I was like, you know what? The, the last straw. I had been getting these little nudges. 
Um, and the last straw was I was out and I was at a bar. I was, you know, doing my normal thing while I'm drinking and carrying on. Mm-hmm. And I saw this guy named Duron. Uh, shout out to Duron. Everybody got a Duron in their neighborhood. Under. Hey, <laughs> I saw him and I had told him, I was like, yeah, I moved to L.A. a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. And I saw him and he was like, man, what are you still doing here? <laughs> and it sobered me up. Right. Like I completely sobered up. He's like, what are you still doing here? I thought you was moving to LA. Mm. He's he's like, you know, with the shits, he's out. He's doing his regular bar thing. Right. But to me, he, he took that moment and said, what are you still doing here? Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be here. You're right. not. Right. Mm. And I was like, damn. And I think I, I closed out, like I finished the night, came back to work and I put my notice in. Mm. And I was like, I don't. I don't have anything. Yeah. I don't have anything set up. Mm-hmm. All I have is an idea of, and that's that's why you kind of really got to be crazy a little bit to, to take that leap. Yeah. And really have faith. I don't know. Everybody has a different yeah. belief system. Yeah. But I, I took. A you leap don't have faith. to have faith in God. You just have to have faith in something. Something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. For sure. Um. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Mm. Put my notice in, and everybody was like shocked. But that was, that was the other thing that happened before I left mm. at the job. So you get all of these little signposts right. that say you need to do something. Mm-hmm. At the job, everybody around me, I was busting my ass. Everybody around me was getting was elevating. Mm. So they were getting raises yeah. and different things like that. Interesting. Right? Everything is, is, is happening. And I remember I was happy because these are my fr- these are my friends, these are my right. peers. So I'm excited for them. I'm giving them, you know, the love. And I was like, damn, like I've been working hard. You know, I like busting my ass. If you work, you're in, a hard worker. Yeah, in sure. television, you you know, and then mm-hmm. cable is a grind. Mm-hmm. So and he knows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I I've been working the so turnaround hard. Turnaround is just yeah, yeah. it's yeah. nonstop. Yeah. Yep. And you give a lot of yourself up to you know fund that machine mm-hmm. or you know keep that machine going. <clears throat> and I remember I was in the meeting and everybody was announcing all the promotions and everything like that. And I was excited for my friends, but then I was like, damn, I didn't, I've been doing all this work. Mm. I've elevated to the status of like promo editor, right. uh, which is damn near impossible in that okay. environment. Okay. Somebody, Angelique uh, made, she saw my, my, some of my work and was like, yo, we want to do some work with you. So her and Tracy, Uwe and Deidre, and, na- and now we, they, would, they would hit me up for these little small projects. Mm. So I started kind of- On the side? Yeah. Okay. No, it, for, the, for the job. Okay. And I started elevating, and they, they, I became an asset. They were like, "Yeah, you can cut. We'll put you in there." So I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get a raise. I'm thinking <laughs> it's about to be on." <laughs> so I go through that, and I, no, I didn't get a raise. I didn't get a raise. I didn't get a promotion. I get a, a hat tip, nothing. Wow. And I was <laughs> like, kind of like disappointed, but to me, like that's that's when I was I was like, "You're not supposed to be here. Hmm. You're not getting. You're not elevating because you're not supposed to be here." Right. You're supposed to be in L.A. I mean, because if you had a, you wouldn't have gone. Exactly. I'd, I'd, see, things like that happen to you on purpose. Isn't yeah. that? Isn't you that, have to see it. Exactly. Those moments let of me, clarity. Let me let me bring Kobe in right quick. Yeah. Keep keep where we were. Sure. sure. You know, because I want to get now. You're about to move to L.A., so we yeah. get to that point. What about you, Kobe? What, what's what's your story? My story is, uh, you know, I come from uh, not too far from where Umar grew up in Annapolis, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up in the projects. Born in the projects, actually. Mm-hmm. You know. Came up rough environment, rough in the home as well as, you know, in my neighborhood and stuff like that. Uh, Went through a lot of trauma as a kid, you know, and one thing that gave me some sort of peace was writing and reading. They used to have these little mobile uh, library trucks used to come into the neighborhood. And my mom used to get these books for us. And I would just sit in my room and read because we couldn't go outside. We were literally 
me and my older brother were the only kids that didn't really come outside and socialize with other kids. And so if you're in the house in the projects, that you don't come out and kick and you ain't out there yeah. hollering at the girls and all. Like, yeah. Yo, you're an oddball. Like, totally. we was constantly getting bullied I'm and sure. beat up and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff because mm-hmm. we didn't, we wasn't out there on, on, in the streets because my mom just knew what was out there and it wasn't good and we right. weren't prepared for it, to be honest with you. Right. So I used to, uh, all the trauma, I used to escape into like the Hardy Boy books and Donkey <laughs> Paw and Choose Your Own Adventure, okay. you know, series, which was some of my favorites growing up. And little did I know at the time, it was preparing me to be a writer. Mm. And my stepdad, who I just saw for the first time in eight years last weekend when I reunited with my mom, mm. is, is he's a former police officer and he's a, also used to be a writer. I remember there's a picture of him at the typewriter with my mom with her arm around his neck. He's trying to write and I'm standing there like looking up at him. Hmm. Oh, wow. Looking at that picture, yeah. I didn't know that that would be me one day. That okay. I would take on and he would pass that baton. He was my first film teacher. He taught me about continuity. He hmm. didn't even know the term, but he was like, watch that cut. He'll watch a, we'll watch a film, he'll stop right. and show me little mistakes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I, I mean, I watched like Hollywood You see Shuffle. how that cigarette was long and the next yeah. shot it was short, man. He was <laughs> teaching me. He was my first <laughs> film instructor. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I, I, I wanted to be an actor at one point and, and I didn't know how to pursue it. And I, I used to see images of Hollywood and just wonder what that was like. And right. I would literally watch films like a hundred times, like how, Hollywood Shuffle mm-hmm. and She's Gotta Have It. He showed me all of these films from the black exploitations to like the 90s, the whole early 90s, late 80s right. era of black cinema. And, and yeah, I just, you know, I, I I started studying Islam and then I was like, I want to be the next Malcolm X. So, I, you know, I started studying with the nation of Islam and okay. went through the whole black nationalist journey. Okay. And working retail. And That's just, different than the 5% of guys, right? Yeah, absolutely. Comes from the same school, yeah, though, yeah, you know. And so, I, I just was miserable, to be honest with you. I was working retail, which was brutal. Mm-hmm. You know, wasn't getting treated right. And right. and I, I just was like, do I really want to pursue this film thing? But I was scared, to be honest with you. And I decided one day that, uh, you know, I was uh, dating this young uh, Dominican lady. And mm. she she was like, mm. she was actually, yeah. <laughs> Still the homie, too. And was asking me, like, hey, because she was going to Trinity College. She's like, aren't you supposed to be going to school? What's up with school? She's mm. always pushing that. Mm. And I decided to go to junior college to take a couple of classes, which led me um, eventually to Thompson. Is, right. and, and where I met this brother here on my left. He was in, in our, our lecture hall sleeping. <laughs> I was yeah, like, he was knocked out, always sleeping. <laughs> And so I, one day I, I, I gave him my notes just because he's, he's a brother and I didn't want him to fall behind. So I was like, man, hear my notes. And that's how we became friends. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Do you have feedback? Do you have feedback? No. And, and so and we became really close from that point on. And he, he was the guy in his film track, which was television. And I was the guy in my track, which was film. So he, Everybody mm-hmm. knew who he was, mm-hmm. and that track, everybody knew who I was in the film. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, there was like, this is guy running around making like 10 minute films. We only supposed to be doing a minute movie. You know, <laughs> he's going to New York to make movies. This is real shit. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna be the best motherfucker in here. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be number one. It was me and this, uh, this guy from Russia. We were kind of like rivals, mm-hmm. you know. So, it, who could tell you? I was in there going for their neck. Yeah. It was not playing. You know, I and then, it. yeah, and I went, went overseas for a while, got opportunity to study film in the UK, mm-hmm. came back with more knowledge, mm-hmm. 
ended up making my uh, debut in my first independent film for independent film corps called Trick about a prostitution in D.C. A prostitute in D.C., excuse me. And at that they did extremely well, you know, uh, graduated, got right into Discovery Channel like six months after I graduated. He was already there, if I'm not mistaken. You know, so we've been kind of following each other on this journey uh-huh. and always had each other back. And one thing that's important that I want people to understand is like you find a tribe. Find a tri- tribal people with uh, you know like-minded uh, views and, and goals, aspirations, and, and make a pact. If one of you get put on, put Packs. the other one on behind you. And yeah. that's what we said, and that's what he did. Mm. You understand? That's yeah. really important because we always say you're not obligated to do anything for mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. But if you do, you do it out of love, mm-hmm. not expecting anything back in return. But you also do it with a motherfucker you know is is ready. Yes. Yeah. You ain't just like, well, that's my dude. Yeah. Because it represents you. Absolutely. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is the biggest issue that we have in our industry. I'm sure people know since they know you guys work with Ben now, mm-hmm. people are hitting you going, yo, you think you can get this script? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, no. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't tell anybody anything. I don't have nothing on that. I ain't doing nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you already know I'm natural. Yeah. 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 And, and and so uh, and I got in discovery. I went in there. What were you doing? What what department? What I was in library services, okay. post. You know, and my job was basically just you know sending ship uh, shipping tapes off to Iron Mountain, which is a storage facility. Okay. Getting sending tapes for producers and and promo editors so they can cut these pieces and stuff like that. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm you know I'm a, I'm a hood guy. I'm like I'm wild and I'm sociable. I'm in there. I got <laughs> girls. I'm a cub- cubicle music playing. <laughs> he coming out. I'm out like. Five or ten people at my cubicle. My manager Doug is looking up those cubicles like, "What you doing, man? What you doing?" I'm in there wilding. I'm it's the Wolf stupid. of Kenneth Street. You know what I mean? I'm in there, and this ain't no cap. That's you can tell show. you, the Wolf of Kenneth. That's, that's the street that our office. That's a is show. Located. That's funny. That's man, funny. I was in there getting it, and like, and who come in there joint like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm literally wilding. You know what I mean? It was like, he ain't gonna make it. <laughs> and, and I didn't. I didn't make it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't make it. They got, they got me the hell out of there, man. That's funny. You know, because I didn't know the corporate culture. You yeah. know, I had a, we had a black human resources sister named, uh, what's her name? Nicole, if I'm not mistaken. She was cool. Yeah, she was cool. So <laughs> she come in there, she's like, Kobe, turn that damn music down. I'm playing Public Enemies Fight the wow. Power. You know, I'm playing Robin Thicke. I, like I said, the girls is in there. I'm like, man, it's cracking in here but i just didn't understand the culture you know so that i, I somebody said something slick to me uh, um a guy i don't want to say his name but it was like my uh, my superior he had popped off and i i, I pulled up on him and they got really? rid of me the next yes really they pulled they got me rid of me the next day nicole called me she said baby you can't come back no more wow you got fired you Damn. know but this is how you get your 401k out blah 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 and I went into a depression, man. Mm. You know, and then I, I started working on a passion project, uh, which was called Ink Spot on Canvas, mm-hmm. where I traveled the country, including came out here to LA. It was about just talking to influential black people across the spectrum about like, still, a, like a doc, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. called Ink Spot on Canvas. Is uh, basically how a traumatized people can uh, to move on to the next stage of it our was personal journey here. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. You know, how can we get out of this rut that we're in? Right. Mm-hmm. So I spoke with everyone from like the Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, Jeff okay. Johnson, Kevin Powell, uh, the late Elijah Cummings, everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. And got all the way up to HBO, called mm-hmm. my house, yeah. you know, and, and I had a rough cut. I'm not an editor. Umar didn't have time to cut my stuff, mm-hmm. and, but they were interested in seeing it. 
And I sent a cold email. It works sometimes. You should try it. You know, just go, just jump out there. Mm -hmm. And they passed on it, but she gave me some encouraging words. She said, you always will have an open door here. So that showed me that anything is possible. Mm -hmm. Without any representation or anything, that you just could reach out on faith and just never know how it's going to map out. And from there, got it, got at TV One as a contract employee. Umar was already there again, you know, working. <laughs> you know, um, follow the leader. Yeah, man. Yeah, you see somebody <laughs> with the <laughs> blueprint. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and worked there for a while. They didn't renew my contract um, as a, as a, uh, as a contract work. I didn't get renewed for that. So I just kind of ended up floating for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And um, just trying to figure out what this next move is, man, you know, and, and then I started a family and uh, got married in 2009 and started a family. And, and fast forward, man, um, had taken care of my son with special needs. I spent like eight years doing that. Yeah. Just me and home, me and him home during the day, doing all his treatments, wow. the heart surgeries, some of the, the most challenging times of my life, mm-hmm. you know. Which, which I wanted to preface and say, I was saying earlier about. You know, sometimes you got to sacrifice, and mm-hmm. you know yeah. how bad do you want mm-hmm. it? There are some exceptions. Yeah, yours is an exception to me. I want you to know and be clear with that. So when you hear me say things like what I say, I'm not talking to you. Just want you to be aware of that. For sure, I'm talking to like young single motherfuckers. Then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. That that can move and change yeah. their lives. Not yeah. somebody who's married who has a who mm-hmm. has a kid who mm-hmm. has needs. Mm-hmm. That's different. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. resources have to be a certain way mm-hmm. in order for that to work yeah. because of the special need. That alone yeah. is a reason you might be stuck in your situation a little bit yeah. longer. You know what I mean? But so I just wanted to clarify that. Thank you for that. But during that eight years, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't go to L.A. I can't really pursue what I want at the moment. What I can do is I can strengthen my writing. Right. Mm-hmm. My whole point thing is like you should be doing something every minute of the day, whether you're working out, reading, doing something to move yourself ahead, spiritually, physically, <clears throat> you know, intellectually. And so I just started building, uh, created a company called 295 Media through, uh, it was myself and my former business partner, Nathan Larson. And we formed a company and we just started writing. And the whole time I'm taking care of my kid, the whole now he's getting better and better and better because his surgery is like one of the scariest moments because I mean, a lot of people don't. I didn't share this, but his heart kind of slowed down, and they had to make sure that you know yeah. he was good doing the surgery. Man, his mm-hmm. blood pressure got really, really low, and it was kind of touch and go. Yeah. And I was really preparing myself for him to not to get too heavy, you know, here, but I I was preparing myself mentally for him not to make it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just That's real. real. Shit. That's real shit. You know, yeah, so yeah. I got to just I'm I'm setting my mind up like that, right. you know. But he pulled through um, uh, through the grace of God, and he, he's he's good now. And we formed a company. I just started working on my writing, and Nathan ended up leaving. He gave me he gave me the rights to his IP, the Dewey Decimal System. Mm-hmm. Built that up, you know, I developed that more, and I had that was one of three pieces that I wrote. Mm-hmm. And so I got three strong projects. So you said you need these three of them, and now I'm ready. You know, this brother goes to LA. He moves out on the day my daughter's born. Mm-hmm. She's born June 10th. He left the next day. I said, um, man, I'm right behind you. He was telling me everything that was happening while he was out there. And well, let then, me let me jump to Ooh right quick. Sure. So you move out. Mm-hmm. So how long you been out? I've been out three years. Mm-hmm. Three years. Okay. Wow. A lot has happened in three years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. See, that's I mean, that's when you know shit is made. I mean, just in the sense of uh, the trajectory yeah. in what you're doing, the people you're meeting, mm-hmm. of course, you know Ben and all that. It, it's it's you're way ahead of so many people. You have no idea. You yeah. still may not be where you want. Right. You may not be like. Um, well, let me jump to this. How did you 
So you got to LA. How did you eventually meet Ben? How did all that come about? Um, so how much of how much of that part? Because when I got here, I, obviously I said I had nothing. Yeah. Started from scratch. Um, Were you just doing? Did you just start doing editing shit? Like what? Yeah. So I, I at, at first I was kind of so again my buddy Justin is a gaffer so okay. I was I started doing lighting work. Oh okay. Um and then at some point that slowed down. Actually, we saw Kobe right before right before he transitioned. Really? Where he was doing a documentary. Um, it's a soccer documentary. Okay. And Kobe walked through, and he I guess he had a role in it some kind of way. I don't mm -hmm. I don't know if I don't know the name of it or anything like that. But I have been doing lighting. I have been doing like different odd jobs, um, and just trying to figure out yeah. you know what I can do out here. When I first got here, I was actually working for D.L. Hughley's show okay. as a producer, mm -hmm. um, digital producer. So I, I started cutting. And then every all of the jobs they started to phase out. Uh, the show ended up getting canceled or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because like I was talking about those signposts years ago before I before I moved out here, I met DL on a set that Justin brought me out to. Oh, okay. Um, on Comedy Get Down, and I met DL and I was like, oh, this dude is cool. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I had ex I never experienced them other than television. Right. Um, so then to come back and then be working on the show as a producer, I was like, damn, man, like. Everything mm -hmm. is, is all, circle, right? yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's all divine. Yeah. So, uh, get here. I'm working with the old show. Show gets canceled, and then now I'm like back to square one. Because mm. uh, that show was like, it, it was probably one of the easier jobs that I had. Okay. Um, and that was, was like a talk show. Is that what it was? Yeah, it's yeah, a talk yeah, show, yeah. and I was I was doing like the video portion of yeah. it. Yeah, that's um, you got a couple of angles there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it was it was at all yeah, posts. Yeah. So I was like, man, I got to figure something out. So I started my post production company. Okay. And I just been that that has really been keeping food on the table. Right. Is is just that I did like music videos and stuff like that, mm -hmm. juice and I, I, that kind of thing. So these things are happening. I'm I'm you know making a living trying to trying to survive, <laughs> and then. I went to you know how when you come to LA there's all of these new to LA events like come here and the showrunner for this will be here and this person will be here and sometimes the person doesn't show yeah, but sure. they get you with the name and so mm -hmm. you buy the ticket anyway Ben and Malcolm showed uh, it was another person I can't remember but they came and they just spoke and you know you know Ben so oh, yeah. you know what what kind of guy he is mm -hmm. we're talking about Ben Watkins Ben Watkins know, sorry everybody. So <laughs> we all know each other. So right. we're talking. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I meet Ben, mm -hmm. um, and it was very weird because it, it felt like I had already knew him. Mm. And I think I might have told mm -hmm. you this already. See him across the room. I was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" He's like, "Hey, what's up, man?" Yeah. So it's already that. Wow. And I was he's just, very approachable. Yeah. yeah. And and I was just like, so I went over and I just chopped it up with him. Like, hey, I just moved out here. This is my story. Mm -hmm. Not really expecting much. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know who he was. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I think I might have came at the end of his his, his him speaking, okay. um, and I didn't even know what a showrunner was, and I didn't know the magnitude of right. the power. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. so I'm just chopping it up with him like a normal guy, right? Um, and, and and he is a normal guy, and, yeah. he, and I guess everybody listening, you shouldn't hold people on a pedestal. That no. that's not what yep. you want to do. So every all these people are mobbing him, and I'm mm -hmm. like, what the hell is going on? So I was like, all right, man, it's been one. Mm -hmm. Dabbed him up, went on out. Right. Get to the parking lot, uh, and I'm leaving. Something was like. I'm gonna ask him. I, I'm leaving, and then I see him leaving because mm. I parked at the back of the parking lot because I <laughs> leased my car. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I was like, "Well, I don't want this to get dinged up." So I'm pulling out, and he's pulling out, and I hit the horn. And I was like, "Hey, man, do you mentor people?" Someone was like, "Just ask him." Right. So I asked him. I was like, "Do you mentor people?" He's like, "Yeah, like take my number." And that had never happened before. That's been yeah, yeah. And and I don't know. Everybody's experience is gonna be different, but 
I had tried to reach out to it's a few people. It's about how you approach, too. That That's too. for real. Yeah. yeah. But I tried reaching out to a mm-hmm. few people. In fact, one of the guys from the comedy get down, um, a brother, mm-hmm. uh, I reached out to him and was, was like, hey, can I was there and he just kind of gave me the cold shoulder. Right. So my experience with, with, I'll say this, with men, black men specifically, Dude. has been hey, very- let, let me just interrupt you, right? Just keep it thought. Let me interrupt y'all. I told this to Ben. When Ben offered me the job, mm-hmm. I said, Ben, you know me. I know every other black showrunner just like you. You're the first person who ever offered me anything. There you go. And they all know I'm super dope. <laughs> and they all go. know I can produce and write and all that shit. None of them. Yep. He's the only one. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The only person. Go ahead. Which is it's crazy yep. because we, we're in <laughs> positions of power. Right. And we don't even consider one another. Yeah. So... I had already tried with a few different guys and everybody gave me the cold shoulder. Mm. And I, I didn't know why. I couldn't put my finger on it. And I, I was like, I know I'm solid. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know what the deal is. So when Ben was like, yeah, take my number, I was mm-hmm. kind of shocked. Right. Now it's up to you. Now it's up to me. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would just hit him up and I was like, well, I'm going I'm to keep in touch. Right. And I, But I'm a person who I don't like to be a pest. So I, I, you only get a couple times to right. you know, give me the cold shoulder or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just hit him up and the conversation just started. I would just say, hey, man, you know, this is what I'm working on. You know, how's everything going on your end? And we just would emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what I'm working on. Here's here's my situation. And just would email back and forth. So then this, this uh, Alice Cross thing came up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you from D.C. Do you want to be a consultant on the project? Mm-hmm. So and that's what I'm saying. I, I hope everybody gets it. Everything in your life. Nothing is wasted. Yep. Nothing is wasted. The fact that I was from DC is the re- is one of the reasons why he was like, "Would you mm-hmm. be a consultant?" Yep. Because we wanted to be authentic yep. to DC. Yep. So those blocks that I used to be walking, so you down, was in the streets. So you exactly. know, no, I mean, I wasn't like a he was in the streets. Like, he was straight up there. You know what I'm saying? He was out there banging. Don't put that out. There. Yeah, nah, I wasn't like that at all. I was just moving around. I got the videotape. Right, I seen right, him out there. Right. So that's hilarious. Nothing is wasted. Right. And I was like, who would have thought that I would get a job just for growing up? You know, in DC. Hmm. Right. So I consulted on the project. This is three years ago, mm-hmm. and I, I helped. It's it. been that long. Yeah, this is twenty nineteen. Well, maybe damn. So before maybe 20, the runner. maybe twenty twenty. Okay, I can't remember, but it, it was a, a minute ago. Right. It's over two years. So I, I consult, and I didn't know how you supposed to talk to a showrunner. So I'm giving my notes cold blood, like, <laughs> yeah, this is wrong. This is <laughs> like, I didn't know that it's a certain way that you're supposed to. There's an etiquette. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just giving them the notes, like, yeah, yeah, this ain't this this block is wrong. You we don't eat that. This mumbo stuff, so like whatever that whatever that note was, I was just kind of shoot, shooting from the hip because I didn't know. I thought that's right. what he wanted. Right. But he's a real dude. He didn't he didn't cast me out for it. Right. He didn't. He was just like, okay, cool. Like he, I do the consulting. That was the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, man, I'm really glad that I had an opportunity. And then just kept building. Mm-hmm. Went back to post production, doing my editing, doing my writing. I was working on a pilot, mm-hmm. uh, a drama pilot. You never read it. Uh, I never sent it to you. Okay. But I, I will. Yeah. Uh, when you read it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's done. It's <laughs> solid. Um, and that's the one that, that so later, fast forward, uh, Ron McCants, right. he was like, hey, uh, there's this writing contest you should enter. So I, I submit. I submit all my stuff. And then I won the writing contest. Mm-hmm. Where's your one? Do you remember? This was, um, oof. Um, uh, Kruger. Um, oh, Ryan Kugler? No, let me see. It's okay. Um, it's okay. We, I was just care. I'll remember. find it. And yeah. it, the guy's a good dude. And <clears throat> I'm really sorry. I, when I remember it, I'll say it. Yeah. But I won that writing contest. Yeah. But it's weird because at that time, I was kind of 
losing steam because mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is. I'm thinking when I got here. So here's how I got here. Mm-hmm. End of 2019. I'm here. I'm wild. I'm having a great time. Um, and I, club, I meet maybe Ben. Not. Yeah, I'm I'm out. <laughs> I meet Ben, and and that whole thing happens. But I'm out. Right. 2019, end of 2019. So think about where you were in 2019, your mindset. You like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I left thinking I'm about to take over the world. <laughs> I'm about to come out here and, and take over LA. Right. 2020 hits, the world ends. Yeah. Mm. Zombies on the street. Quote unquote. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to remember, I left security. I yeah. left all of these things. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. Like, I don't have anything to fall back on. Right. So now I'm like, Oh my God, like it's 2020, it's COVID. <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be a snow day, like yeah. in, back in the day when you go snow day, you have Everybody a good time. Everybody thought this is the last two weeks. Yeah, this is the last yeah. two weeks. Right. And then it kept going. No, Nigga, we yeah. still in it. Yeah, we yeah. still in it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, exactly. I'm out while I'm doing, having drinking, doing whatever. Right. And then I was like, wait a minute, this isn't ending. This is a thing. Yeah. So you need to adjust whatever your lifestyle is mm-hmm. to survive this thing. Yep. So uh, I just. I kept going, and then I had hit a low point. Ron told me to apply to to submit. I submitted my script, the pilot that I had been working on all that year, and then I won it. Right. So that was another thing to say, keep going. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, you get those signposts to say, That's keep ammunition. going. Yep. I, I did that, and then Ben heard about it, and then uh, the Breakthrough Artist, that came about. Right. And it was like, you know, you're nominated for the Breakthrough Artist, and I was like, bet. Hmm. And I, I gave me all you got to do is give me a little bit mm-hmm. of like, and I, and I'll, I'll go, I'll go for it. Yeah. And he gave me the breakthrough artist. While I won the breakthrough artist, tell everybody what the breakthrough artist program is. So basically, what it is is Blue Monday Productions BMP. Mm-hmm. Um, they we, get, we BMP. <laughs> we all we got. <laughs> um, so they set up this it's for, for artists, for upcoming writers, and different mm-hmm. things like that. They give you a project they give you a stipend mm-hmm. um monthly uh which is, is very much needed depending on where you are yeah. uh in three months three months uh, three months and you you come on board you're able to sit in on meetings um you're, you're able to learn things that you wouldn't necessarily learn you have access to so many people yeah. it's it's re- it's really a lot man like if you get if you have that opportunity and you and you fumble it i'm not sure what 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 that was yeah but they give you access to everything, and if if you're if you're savvy, if you're aware, you're you're learning the whole time. Right. Um, and he gave me, you know, just scripts to really. I, now I have access to all the scripts. Mm-hmm. I have access to to different parts of the business that I would never see. Right. And you do it for three months, and I I just stayed on. I made myself useful. Yep. Like I was, I'm a grinder. Yeah. So we need you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm become that dude. Yeah, yeah. So I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm there just for three months, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna max out on these three months. Yeah. I used to tell my nephew he he wouldn't get playtime right. because they was hating. Um, <laughs> but I was like, when you go, when you get on the field, <clears throat> go fucking crazy, like mm-hmm. go gorilla, right? And lay people, lay people out. <laughs> and that's that's what I had that same attitude. I was exactly. like, I'm in the door. Right. So whatever you need, right. I'm doing it. Right. And whatever whatever that is. You know, Ben, whatever notes, whatever calls, I'm there because I'm like, this is an opportunity. Right. I'm going to make the most of it. And, and the thing that I love about working there at Blue Monday, all of us, first of all, all of us are writers first. Yep. You know what I mean? Which I think is super important. But we all are kind of, um, 
the outsider mm-hmm. kind of like cool nerdy kids, if mm-hmm. you will. Like, you know what I mean? We were the mm-hmm. guys who were reading. Yep. Mm-hmm. We were the guys who were checking out comics. We were the guys who you guys playing video games and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We were the outsider, mm-hmm. you know, underdog type of guys in our hoods and shit like that. Yep. Yeah. And Ben was the same, you know, Kelly, all, all the other, you know, support staff that we had. Everybody is kind of an outsider and that's our group yep. that we find. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Go ahead. And that's, that, that was one of the things, I, and I, I had the opportunity, and I felt like I have to honor the opportunity by giving it my best. And that's what I did. I, I showed myself useful, and I've been there <laughs> since. Right. Um, and it was only supposed to be three months. Uh, we, we also got to mention, you guys got crossed, and you got to be in a room for a while. Yeah. For that. So Oh, so that was the other thing. Yeah. So part of that program, you're able to sit in on the rooms that he's in. Mm-hmm. So I sat in on Twin Territories. I sat in on Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually was employee on Cross. Yep. I was, you know, a writer's assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have, I don't know if we can talk about it, the greatest? Yeah. Okay. Everybody so, knows. Okay. So, yeah. So, so these three different projects were going on at the same yep. time. And I was able to to lend whatever service, whatever I needed to right. assist. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing is about being you an asset. You bring major value. For sure. Major value. Thank you. I'm here to tell you. Thank you. You bring major value. And Ben sees that. Everybody in the supports that we all see it, we all know it. And and one of the things I love about you, Umar, and I'll talk about you in a sec, Kobe, Kobe, is you're the type of guy, and I've said this to you before, I like a motherfucker who has the mentality. I don't mean this in a slave way of thinking. Absolutely. But if I drop it, you pick it up. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't mean, like, oh, let me go get it. It just right. means, oh, you need help with that? Yeah. Let me go get it. Yep. All of us on one time or two during the day will ask Ben, do you need something? Yep. We all do. Yeah. We all want to be of service. Absolutely. I hear you guys saying, you need something. You hear me say, Ben, you need something. Mm-hmm. You know, we do it on intentionally because our job is to help our showrunner. Yep. You know what I mean? Let his shit be easier. Exactly. Whatever we could do to relax his day, that's our job. For sure. You know what I mean? Um, let me just jump to you right quick, Kobe. Sure. Um. First of all, how did you get into the breakthrough program? And also, I do want you to know, had you, because you, let me just preface this for the audience. So, Umar was here in person Mm -hmm. in the program. Mm -hmm. So, you were able to go into the office anytime you wanted, probably every day almost, right? Yep. Cobain lives in D.C. Yeah, So, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I always think. No, DMV is all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kobe lives in Maryland, so he's not able to come. I think you came like two or three times, though. Yeah, August. I'll just say yeah. August. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so you would pop in when you can for a couple of days, mm-hmm. or every once in a while. Yeah. But there were a lot of meetings that I would have included you in, but you were working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it just is what it is. Yeah. Um, but um, um, so how did you get into the into the, to the program? I was uh, blessed to get into the uh, program through Umar. Umar threw my name in a hat mm-hmm. as a nominee, and next thing I know. Uh, I get the word and email and like I had just prior to all of that I just had like one of the roughest years man going through Ramadan I had some personal things going on Um, self-reflection things it just really just trying to figure out where I'm going to go from here what's the next step what's the next move what's going to happen to me what's out there creatively you know and I get this blessing man Um, by the way that's when it usually happens Yes, mm-hmm. when you're really at at that lowest. When you're at your low, lowest, man. God is like, I'm only going to give you so much you can't handle he, before yeah. I give you some yes, shit. Yes, he did. Yeah. And he did. And I got the email and, and the word that I was getting, being becoming a, I was going to be a nominee. And it had this this uh, call, this Zoom call with Ben. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> and I was really nervous. You know, I did my homework. I listened to your podcast yeah. and, you know, familiar with some of the stuff he's done on Amazon. And what made me comfortable is be, his his life is a similar journey to my life. He's a yeah. guy from the street, yeah. a real, you know, grounded dude. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is somebody I can be myself around. Yeah, you he'll know? tell you he lived in his car. You yeah, know what I mean? He'll I tell heard you. it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. man, okay, this is great. And we had a we had a uh, great, great call. It wasn't that long. He just asked me a lot of questions and gave me the layout of the program. Can you be out here? If I need you to be out here, I'll say yes. Mm. You know, uh, I'm trying to learn as much as I can learn. Yeah. He said, if you don't get it this time, you'll get it next time. I said, you know what? I'm just glad to be on this call that you even considered me, man. Yeah. So it's all love. You know what I mean? He yeah. said, I appreciate you on that. The next thing I know, I get it. Yeah. And I, I told, ooh, who knows me, man. Now I can come in there and mess and think I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my foot on the gas. Now you another one. You hard worker like a motherfucker. Yeah, thank you. And, you know, we're 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 developing this show, this this movie and um um you're one of my favorite people to work with. Thank you, man. And that I means said a that lot. to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because there's nothing like you were talking about giving notes. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it can be a personal thing to you when you're like, "Man, I worked so hard on that and they're still like not satisfied with what I did." Mm -hmm. My job is to help you see it in another way to encourage you to be like, "Damn, I wish I would have thought about that." Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Now I'm gonna do this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm trying to make you go. Ooh, the next one I'm gonna really go. Mm -hmm. And you start to see the prog the progress in what you're doing, and you just keep getting better yourself yeah. too. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to get to. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's true. That's necessary. It's not personal for writers out there. If it's gonna make you a better writer and strengthen yeah. you as a writer, why not just embrace it? Absolutely, you know? for sure. Absolutely. And, um, so I'm I've, I've learned so much, and and I everything came at, at the right time for me and my family. The opportunity. And then I end up getting picked up full time at TV One, right. which is another blessing. So everything just started to come at the same time, right. and I'm just forever grateful. And and I told Ben when I came out <laughs> here in August, and when I had the meeting with everyone, and I sat down with everybody, I said I really like the structure here. This is like a blueprint for one day when I have my own shop. Oh yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. I'm already there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you feel me? For so sure. I, I told him that I really just the how it's the, the you know just the family energy. You could just yeah. be yourself, yeah. and people are so open. And that's one thing Umar told me before I came into the program. It's like, you got to take off your cool. Ooh, this yeah. ain't back home. You right. can't be like how we are back home. Right. And I was like, okay. I, you know, once I get a feel for people, I, I don't mind just sharing. That's right. cool. Right. I'm okay with that. And it, it and I, was, I felt I like safe. That. Take off your, that's a t-shirt. Yeah, take yeah, off your cool. cool. It that's is good. a t-shirt yeah, for really sure. <clears throat> and he was right. Yeah. And I, I was like, man, this is dope. I, I love it here. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful to still be a part of it. Because I didn't know what was going to happen after the 90 days. I was calling, yeah. ooh, I said, man, they going to keep me around, man. I'm like, <laughs> man, you know. But then I was like, you know, I see these WME lists, you know, uh, right. these lists of these IPs. I said, I'm going to go get some joints and I'm going to shoot them over mm -hmm. and hopefully mm -hmm. it catches. There's been a lot of help, by the way. Yeah, thank so you. So we appreciate you reading those. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, um, I know some things are just on hold. It's just there's so much shit yeah. happening. Yeah. You know, for us to grab on to something else is hard mm -hmm. to do. And I don't know if you know, when we first started, you remember this? We had a long slate. Mm -hmm. We cut that motherfucker. We think we got rid of almost eight or nine projects at wow, least. Wow. Like, nope, not doing that. Not yeah, doing that. Yeah, Things yeah. that on the outside were like, dude, that's a dope ass show. Yeah. He's like, I ain't gonna fuck that. We <laughs> moving yeah, up here. Yeah. We just had to focus on here's the ones we gonna do. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why it's so hard to grab something else mm -hmm. right now. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But dope. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and I've, I've learned so much. I was able to get into a few minis. My only 
not really regret, but it's just the time thing that was enabling into a lot more. Yeah. Because Uwe would hit me and Kelly would hit me and be like, hey, we got this thing coming up at X, Y, and Z, but you guys being three hours behind, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm working like eight, nine, ten hour days. It just was hard for me. I'm and sure. I remember one time I was trying to listen in on a call while working. And it was, I don't know if I should have said that right. <laughs> no, and then, like, they hit me up, hey, we need a so and so. And I'm like, no, this ain't going to work. And I remember Ben was on the video and he might have, like, I was doing something. That I think he might have saw me do something. Mm-hmm. Like, he just was kind of like, what is this nigga doing? Like, you know, like, you know, he kind of like, you know, kind of do the lean, like how I look, you know, I say, yeah, this ain't gonna work. I can't do these two things at once, man. Yeah. If it's eight, if it's after seven, then I'm cool. You That's know, great. my time. But I've gotten, I said, I'm gonna try. I told him when I first came on, like, I'm gonna get his, I'm here to learn. I'm a student. Right. You're always a student, no matter how old you Absolutely. are. And I want to take in all the information I can get, whether it be from you, Ben, mm-hmm. uh, uh, whether it be from you, Hilliard, you know. Uh, ooh, I learned from Ooh, although mm-hmm. he's a lot younger than me, but still you can learn from anyone, mm-hmm. you know, and I just want to take up as soak up much game as possible. Yeah, believe me, know, I've so. been in this game for a long time. I've yeah. been writing for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I literally have 40-something scripts. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, um, and I've said this to other people, I know some of the top, top, top showrunners in town. Mm-hmm. I th- can't think of one other one that I would – be willing to do what I'm doing with Ben for. Yeah. Mm. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. Like there's nobody else that I could think of that I'd be like, man, I'd love to be yeah. there number two at their office doing whatever. Mm. Mm. Nobody. Yeah. You know, and I mean that. I told that to Ben too. I was mm-hmm. like, you're the only person I would be like willing to go get coffee for. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, That's and it. He makes it easy. Yeah. He, he makes it easy because I, cause I believe in Ben and, and what he's trying to right. do. And I feel like his, the way his heart is set up, he means well, mm-hmm. and he wants to help people. So yeah. it, it makes it easy to want to help somebody that's, that's helping yeah. so many people. For sure. And is a real dude. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like we'll go to bat for you. Right. So it's like, it's easy to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, I'll be getting, <laughs> let me just tell you, this little, like we'll get notes back, and I get angry that somebody's giving them a note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, no, what I'm the fuck is that note? Yeah, I'll be no, getting I'm all great. defensive and shit. I'm the same way. <laughs> you know, it. it it's just you don't meet people yeah, like that. For sure. Um, and same thing, like the way we connect. Like mm-hmm. you just you just don't meet people and I feel like when you meet good people, right. you should do right by them. Agreed. You know what it is though? You're consistent. Mm-hmm. I think we all try to be. Mm-hmm. And I, that's one thing I know about you in particular. You probably more than any of us in the office, every day you're the same motherfucker. Thanks I don't ever see you dealing with oh, I'm in bad mood today. Mm-hmm. You never had that with you, not even one time. Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm, he ain't like that at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm very consistent. Yeah, I really yeah. look at this as a, a huge opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm happy to be here. Right. I love the things that we do. Everything isn't beautiful. Everything that we do True. isn't, you know, the best. Some of it is 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 not fun. Yeah. But I love being a part of what this is. But that's behind the curtain shit that people yeah, don't. Nobody know. sees that. Yeah, they only see the show. Yeah, they don't realize all that shit we had to do to get it to that point. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think you know behind the scenes is a good thing. Right. I also think like approaching things with a certain amount of humility, no matter where you go or how high you True. get up. That's real. To have a humble heart, right. to to be willing to serve, and mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that again in in, in a way that mm-hmm. is demeaning, but mm-hmm. I I take pride in that. My yeah. ability to be a fixer, right. mm-hmm. and that will always be the case. Yes. And I, I don't know if that's what has allowed me to, to get where I've gotten. Mm-hmm. But I'm always in of the mind to how can I fix a situation? Right. How can we make it more efficient? Right. What can I do to help? 
Right. Because like this thing that's happening for you now, a lot of the show's about to go, you're going to be gone for a while. Mm-hmm. This is your opportunity to be there. And you, you already had a lot of producer experience and some some smaller stuff mm-hmm. like I have. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to go and see what the big dogs do. And yeah. soak that fucking game. Yeah, absolutely. Be by Craig's side. Be by absolutely. Chris's side and be like, I need to learn. I need to learn how to break down this fucking script. Yeah. I need to learn how to do the, 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 the strips and how to do whatever. Be involved as much as you can. You have time for. Just be watching. Yeah. Remember, you know what I mean? And, and you know, maybe I'm sure you'll be able to sit with the editor and see how they oh, absolutely. do that shit. You know, yeah. how does it happen on TV? How, the kids, he got three days. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is he going to do a fucking show in three days? Well, while it's while they're shooting, he starts editing now. Yep. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's when them dailies start coming in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that was, yeah. That's big. I yeah. mean, again, like when I got out here, I would go to the set. This is before COVID. Right. So Justin would bring me out the sets. So I would see the, the process right. happening. I would see the colorist. You know, he had a whole band. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy named Tyler uh, Bourbon. Tyler Bourbon. Tyler Bourbon. <laughs> uh, and um, he would be in there working as the show is, is happening. Yep. And that's when I started really realizing, like, this is a machine. Like, it, it's yeah. really fast moving. That's what I said. The turnaround is just so. It's, yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be in, on the side where I yep. was in post production. It's, it's a whole different beast. Completely mm. different. That that machine is moving fast. Fast. You know, and you know it, too, being over there at TV One. Yeah. You, know, you ain't got no time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to review that fucking work. Yeah. And it's, you got to clear it or not right now. Yeah. yeah. Because it's got to come on tonight at 7 o'clock Fast or tomorrow in the morning. Man. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. With yeah. the promos. Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. so I cut a lot of promos. Right. Yeah. And those things, like, they, you got to move. Yeah. Um, and I'm just grateful that I have the skills that I have. Right. Um, it just comes natural. Right. So, and, and I like the, the stuff. But yeah. It's important. You're yeah. you're really good at editing, by the way. I was really impressed. I remember the first cut you showed me of um um the the, the scissor. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, this is super dope. Cold, cold blood. Where it was and where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come put, dude. When you came up with that song, oh, I yeah. was I was so glad I walked in that moment because now I listen to that song all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. That's was like my jam, fire. though. Like music, yes. anything music related, mm-hmm. I can I can put some things together for right. you. And and I, I'm a music guy, yeah. so like from oldies to goodies, like mm-hmm. all of it, right. current. So anything music, I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> so that was a song I, I would run to, dude. Last mile, that Mount dude. Everest is going on, dude. That shit, it's a cold track. You feel like you could fucking climb, exactly. Mount you, you feel like you can do anything. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um. Co-base, you were talking about we we're talking about the program mm-hmm. and stuff. And so, what kind of things are you doing over at TV One so people understand? What you yeah, do? I work in TV One and Network Ops. My my title is a post production specialist. I'm the last person on the assembly line, so everything gets to me, and I send it off to Comcast so it can air. Wow, whether it be uh, billboards, shows, uh, movies, things like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you're doing a lot of time watching stuff. Not uh, what necessarily are you watching stuff. Just getting, I kind of doing a lot of paperwork, doing okay. a lot of like us. Uh, uh, I guess uh, I'm sorry. Uh, doing a lot of like mm-hmm. just double checking to make sure the files work properly, watching it to make sure it's the right show. Right. You know, it's, it's a meticulous job. Yeah. You know, so I spent actually most not, of my. There's nothing like uh, putting something on TV and it's the wrong oh schedule. But it happens. Yeah, <laughs> that's happens. crazy. Yeah, it no happens. matter what network it is, it happens, <laughs> it happens. man. If you you could be a number or a letter off, it is over. <laughs> yeah. Why is Annie playing? We're supposed to be uh, unsung. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so real. you have to be really careful, and I'm meticulous and i love my job you know it's a it's a grind and 
you know, that's part of the challenge because I'm, you know, I'm working the satellite, uh, you know, with you guys. And so <clears throat> I'm like, man, I remember we were on a call and Ben was like, I'm looking around and I don't even see Kobe. He the only one that's missing. Like, <laughs> and I was like, it hit me because I was like, man, you have no idea how I want to be there right now. I want to be there right now. You yes, feel me? Yes. So uh, he said, that's coming to due time, man. So I'm like, I'm ready, Joe. Yeah, I'm I, ready. Tell, I tell my husband every time, mm. like we're taking off for a week for Thanksgiving, and I'm like, fuck, every time I'm gone, I'm like, fuck, I'm missing shit nah, yeah. when I'm not in the office. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I don't have to work there every day. Right. Same. But I choose to be there every day because I don't want to miss nothing. Yep. And I want them to know that I love this job and I'm here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he gave me my office. I like my office. You know what I mean? I like coming in and talking to y'all sometimes, yeah. to see yeah. what's going on. It just has an energy. Yeah. You know? yeah. It does. It does. And, man. And, and just so you guys know, for those who don't know, our office is is set up in a duplex you know and it's really nice you know cute little neighborhood mm-hmm. <clears throat> and which is a thing a lot of producers are doing now production companies are pods which is what we are we're producers with a with an overall deal mm-hmm. and so one of the things that they do is they'll rent a house or in our case a duplex mm-hmm. and you know the the, the living room becomes you know kind of like our big room where we have meetings and stuff mm-hmm. yeah you know we have uh you know our big you know kitchen where we mm-hmm. all join that all the bedrooms become you know offices or yeah. even the writer's room like the room that you sit in sometimes yeah you know what i mean all that so it, it just all kind of works and it's very casual mm-hmm. and very familiar familiar what's the word i'm looking for family yeah you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. got a family familiar. feel to it yeah. you know what i mean yeah and i love it and that's exactly what i would do mm-hmm. if i were if i were to expand my hill dog productions in a couple of years yeah mm-hmm. that's what i would do. that's the best like you say yeah. i always like hey i don't want to miss nothing no Cause, you cause don't you it's so much and that's what i always tell him sometimes mm-hmm. you learn so much being there yeah. it'll be you know everybody comes through there at some point i won't yeah. say names or anything like that but they come through and they just drop gems yeah and if you just want to listen like if you waste that time you're around all of that talent and that creativity yep. And these guys are willing to share. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And they pop in when you don't even know. You don't even you know. know who we, you know who he's talking about. And and they'll like, just pop in and we'll be like, God damn. So I'll be in the middle of a fucking uh, uh, um, a Zoom or something. I'm like, I wish this would end because I want to go in there and yeah. see what they're doing. I just want to hear what they're saying. It <laughs> yeah, could be man. the most mundane, like regular. Yeah. But it's like, it's always something in there. Yeah. And then yeah. like they, they give it freely. And that's why I was like, it's easy to, to, to be assistant to, to Ben. It's yes. easy to, to assist <clears throat> Uh, because he just gives the game so freely. Yeah. He's, I mean, let me tell you, um, it, it, the other reason it's the best thing for me is like you guys came out of the corporate. I actually never worked in a corporate mm-hmm. job ever in my entire life. So it's been it's been a blessing for me to learn. Yeah. Even though we're hella casual, we're still corporate in a way yeah. by the way he likes things to be done. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've learned a ton just doing that because writing scripts and giving notes and all that shit, that shit I do all day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the other creative stuff that we have to do you know with the, they come with the job is the shit that i had to learn mm. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that stuff i'm like oh shit we gotta we gotta do what mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know but it's been worth it to me and i feel so much more empowered because Absolutely. of it you know what i mean yeah. now i feel even way more dangerous yeah nothing's, nothing's <laughs> yes. wasted nothing's wasted yeah. every, not, every not at all. piece of every part of your life builds to enough to a larger yeah. piece to, to lend you whatever skills you need yeah. for whatever the next the yeah. next I, I needed this I yeah needed absolutely this. yeah yeah no regrets no regrets um so what i was gonna say i was gonna ask you what's next for you but i know what's next for you mm-hmm. uh without giving away everything just you know what's, what's next for you Whew. i mean i i want to just continue to, to grow and learn mm-hmm. right. um you know hopefully the greatest 
it, we, we're knocking on you know yeah. heaven's we, door yeah <laughs> so we we're right there so hopefully yeah. we get that across the finish line twin yeah. territories any project that that they're willing to allow me access to i'll lend myself to yeah. but in addition to that i still want to continue to write so that's that's the other thing is like time management yeah, yeah you guys have to, you need you at least it. one of one a year if yeah. you can two yeah if you can two um you, you'll see it'll come back to you later Mm because what happens is let me just give you this little piece right here so as you guys start to meet producers throughout your lives Mm -hmm. you'll go to a party you'll go to a bar whatever you'll meet a producer and be like yeah yeah you know we're thinking about doing this project about you know um um dc let's just say you might not have written something about dc Mm -hmm. but this year you did or two years ago you did yeah so you want to make sure that you keep your arsenal going because you never know who you're going to meet Absolutely. who might be looking for somebody with the right thing mm-hmm. right so that's the other thing so that you just want to have a bunch of different things ready yeah. that are strong that are great samples for yourself and you're not doing them so that you become Ben and be selling shows right. you're doing them as a sample to prove you could do something else mm-hmm. sure as you guys see you stay sharp. nine times out of ten we're not we're not buying somebody's script. Mm-hmm. We're bringing them in based on their script and then have them write something that we have. Yeah. That's what happens. That's why I'm always telling, trying to tell writers, don't get so in love with, man, this is the best script ever. Mm-hmm. We're going to sell it. Mm-hmm. Instead, be like, this is the best script ever. It's going to be a dope sample for me. Yeah. When you take that pressure off, things will be so much easier for you. You know That's what I mean? Real. That's real. Yeah. And then being there, I've learned so much that I want to apply. Like, I'm inspired yeah. all the time. I talk to you about all the time. Yeah. I'm inspired a lot so that when it's time to write my next thing, right. I'm just taking little tidbits from this script or that, and, and you told me that too. Yep. I also want to give you your flowers while I'm oh, here. Thank you. you are uh, you are very generous in the things that you you expose us to well, the information, you, the access. <laughs> you're very generous and very and and also very kind because a lot of people don't do that. Right. I try to be consistent too. Yeah, no, I've yeah. never had a, a bad day. You know, with right. you, but if but if I can feel it, mm-hmm. then I'll I'll say hey, you know. I'll, back up or actually like hey you good here right. whatever that looks like but i just want to say thank you for for being generous in, in the things that you offer and your experience you you worked all of these years and you have a lot of knowledge and you also give it without any hesitation yeah, um, yeah. so i just want to thank you for thank that you, thank also. you thank you and 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 i think that's why i connect so well with with ben and 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 what he does mm-hmm. at the company there He's he's an extension of what I was already doing, but on a bigger level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and that's what I was telling him. We were talking like a few months ago, and he's like, "How do you feel things are going?" And I was like, "Dude, I feel like because initially I was going to be there for like maybe two years, maybe three at the most, and then go off and do my own thing." But I'm like, "Dude, as far as I'm concerned right now, the way I feel, I ain't going nowhere till you tell me to go." Like yeah. that's. I put together, people don't know this, I've set aside my whole career right now to help Ben do his shit. I'm not writing nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have time for any of that. Yeah. Even on the week, like, as soon as it's done, I gotta read another script, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. I bring this shit home even on the weekends, people don't know that, yep. I'm still working every day. Same. And so, and so um, 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 it's just different for me, but, but I do feel like I'm getting, still getting, you know, a lot. Yeah. you know from it for sure absolutely um do, do i want my producing credits to start kicking in yes absolutely and i see that coming mm-hmm. you know what i mean with all these other new shows and developing stuff with you know all these other writers and stuff so i'm one of them is gonna jump yeah. and then he's gonna be like yeah dude is dope let's go absolutely. <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah 
For sure. But for me, I continue <clears throat> to learn and grow. I want to to be obviously be a writer on the greatest. Right. Um, if I can get a producer, you know, credit in there, that'd mm-hmm. be that'd be amazing. But I'm not I'm not looking. I'm, nothing is old to me. Yeah. So I'm not looking. I don't look at it in that way at all. I'm like. If I have the if I have the sample, if I have something that can lend to the project, right. absolutely. But I would love to write on the greatest. I would love to write on Twin Territories mm-hmm. and anything else that may may come across the table. Yeah. I just want to continue to just be an asset and to continue to grow and learn. Yeah. Um, let me just give you guys this little preface. Just know this that um, there's. I could say this. I'm just gonna say it on the air. People ain't gonna like it. There is talk about a possible strike. Mm-hmm. So be preparing yourselves for that. Yeah. The reason I'm saying it is, <clears throat> for example, you guys all know we're working with Audible now um, on some scripted podcast. We brought in Kevin Arbo mm-hmm. to help us in that department. He sent us his whole thing on how he writes scripts, what he's looking for, the best things to do, et cetera, et cetera. Get involved in that. Yeah. If you have some time, like take a couple minutes to go through his folder and see what's what in there. And then he has a whole um, slate. He's got a slate of about 17, 18 projects wow. that he wants to do. And so his turnaround that he wants to do is going to be like five, six shows going all at once. Yeah. It's his plan. So even maybe more than that. Um, and so if if we go in a strike, that's one department you could be working in. Gotcha. Scripted. Podcast. Yeah. If you never heard him, fucking go on and listen to. Oh stuff. yeah, no. I'm you know, I'm just general. I'm just, just generalizing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Be that dude, because we're gonna be needing a lot of fucking writers for those. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? So here's here's what I gave um 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 Keisha. Mm-hmm. I said, Keisha, I want you to go on there, look at all his stuff, and because a lot of those shows haven't been developed yet, these are just like here's the log line and yeah. here's what we want to do. I said, go on there, discover, see which one of them. You feel like you could write. He has a whole like um, opening teaser example of a show. Yeah, I would take that style, copy his whole format, and go say say you like the show about. I'm just spitballing a, a, a one of his shows. The show about um, um, animal rescue. I'm just spitballing. Right, that. right. Um, I would write a whole kick ass like here's an episode. Yeah, opening teaser of that okay. to show him I could write this. Mm-hmm. That's that's where you need to be going. Yeah. So you know, before we lost Keisha, I was telling her you need to get involved. So she went on and read and all that. So she was starting to go through to see which one of those she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm telling you guys now, because by the time all this happens, Cross will probably be done. Yeah. Will we have another writers room for something else? I don't know. You know, but just be preparing yourself. Okay, if that don't happen, I need to pivot because we might have to do that for a couple months. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Before it comes back. So. Yeah. Okay. Just an FYI. Okay. okay. So I'm, I'm open. I'm yeah. always willing to pivot. Yeah. For sure. Well, I know what's next for me is, um, you know, I'm still working at TV One. Um, they're really just trying to uh, be more of use at BMP as much as I can, uh, the time will allow me. And to wrap up what you and I have been working on with the development of the martial arts piece, I'm looking forward to see what go, where that goes. Right. And um, there's another project that I found. Uh, that um, was based off a book that came out in '54. I don't, I don't want to don't like say the title or not, but I know that uh, uh, there's some excitement about that. So I've already mm-hmm. started doing some development 
kind of just jumping out there and doing some stuff on my own doing some research on that and I'm really excited uh, to see where that goes there's some could be some great possibilities and opportunities there um, for me to be a part of so that's what's up that's what's up yeah cool well thank you guys for coming to hang out with me thank you man it's been great I appreciate you man I know you taking off tomorrow so I'm sure your day is crazy and we got the big Ben's big party tonight yeah (laughs) the shindig yeah um Where can people follow you on Instagram, Twitter? Where you at? Oof, uh, I don't do Twitter too much, uh, but, <laughs> but kids today. I think my name was uh, DC Writers Block. DC was, was, was the name on Twitter, and then on Instagram is just uh, you dub. Yeah, it's just yeah, you dub yeah. zero zero. You kids today. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm that that excited. Nobody to wants to brand their fucking name. That's ridiculous. But I need to. Uh, <laughs> so to that may be the next fucking step. Umar yeah. White dot such and such Correct. and such. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. Where you at, Kobe? I'm at the number two nine five media on Instagram. Same shit. Look at that. Some bullshit. <laughs> on Instagram, you say? Yeah, two nine five media. That's ten nine five or two two nine five two nine five media on Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I need to probably get my. <clears throat> production company name and stuff yeah i mean i have a name but i need to get a page and all that so that would be my next step your next step is umar white yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the first step. no absolutely <laughs> i'm gonna follow up with you after i'm this. only saying that. i've said this a dozen times on the show so forgive me for all you listeners it's what it comes down to is this and you know this being in our position there mm-hmm. how many times have you went what's the name of that writer's name again gotcha oh what's it I'm trying to, or Kelly, yeah. I can't find that email to, I don't remember his last name, mm-hmm. right? Whatever it is, right? Because it's writer at such and such and such, and you got 10 people that say writer at blah, blah, you right. know what I mean? Whatever that stupid thing. So I'm like, give me your fucking name your so name. I could, because I'm going to be like, fuck Umar then. I'm just going to go ahead and, <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, no, I get it. Eventually, yeah. you're going to be like, I ain't searching for this person, you know what I mean? Boom. Yeah. You just move on. That's why. I get, it was a thing back in the day, everybody was like so concerned about, mm-hmm. you know, somebody taking their name and doing this and this and this. I get all that. But you're you, you could be putting yourself in a hole. Absolutely. Now yeah. I also say if you are already an established person like like say Ben, mm-hmm. you can be Benipedia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gotcha. You don't need to be. We know your fucking name. Gotcha. <laughs> right? But those of us who are on the way up, you might want to brand your name. Absolutely. That's all. Nah. Wow. So, so we'll point. offline about that. So yeah, I need to, I need the keys on that. Okay, we'll get it, we'll get it. Um well thank you guys. Join with me. You. Thank you. At brother. the end, join with me for Wakanda Forever. Um, I am Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere at Hilliard Guest. That's a pimp name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star review. We need that for the metrics. Um, please go on Screenwriters ScreenwritersRR.com. We got t shirts on there. We have a Patreon page. You guys could uh, donate money there, you know, to help us with the show. We'd appreciate it and uh, shit like that. <clears throat> I've been watching those um, battle raps, mm. and every somebody say some bars, they go shit like that, shit like that. <laughs> 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 They'll be killing you. me. They'll be killing me. Um, anyway, uh, so we'll be back next week with some more dope stuff, stuff for you guys. Um, this episode is dropping Monday. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Yeah, Let's go Monday. Let's go. No, Thanksgiving, that oh, week, cool. um, the following Monday. My apologies. Okay. Uh, the following Monday. And um, so anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving, Turkey Day, wherever you guys are, and blessings to the world and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody joining me for Wakanda Forever. You guys know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Wakanda forever. Peace. Peace. Yeah, man, I got something to get
everyone got one What's your opinion? This is the rare room Tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules Just spill it And anybody can get it No limit We get to kill it You tuning into the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping no. Any topic Even the random We get to win. I hope that you ready We entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit Welcome to the rare room, room. Ah.